0: have a dark corner of your kitchen from which neither light nor hope can escape you'd better call paul hi wendy can you hear me
1: yes i can paul thank
0: you hey welcome to uh better call paul is our new <laughs> title. so uh so yes yeah, so i'm looking at your design have we have we talked before we've talked before haven't we
1: we did. You had given me um, a suggestion. I had a, a wall oven next to the stove immediately next to the stove. And you uh-huh. said, no, no to that. And then you suggested that I move the window, which was off centered to the left bias to the left. And you, yeah, su- so you suggested you, putting
0: this is you've embraced all those things, I guess, right?
1: I did. My concern is on the right hand side. I have a, uh, it looks like it's gonna be a very dark little corner with a string of floor to ceiling cabinets. I'm just concerned to how that's aesthetically gonna appeal.
0: So I guess that's true. The one way to make that a little bit better would be like in your picture, you've got cabinets going on the end of the refrigerator. On the other, in, in one part of the picture, you have cabinets going on the end of the refrigerator I guess facing out.
1: Yeah, yeah. The little program that I was using doesn't let me turn it so it's facing out. So that's why yeah. so yeah,
0: so um, one way to, to to change that would be to if you didn't like that little corner. I mean, there's that you're right, that little corner is a dark, funny little corner. There's there's some yeah. that there's some things that aren't so big. Oh, you got a thirty-three inch corner in there, huh? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's a and thirty-three corner the and then a nine-inch cabinet after it. So. so I have
1: two designs: one has a thirty-three inch corner, and one that has a thirty-six inch corner. And what I'm sacrificing is I've bumped out the 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 total length. The one with the utility cabinet at the end of the refrigerator, mm-hmm. to the right, essentially, that wall is 108 inches. And the second design that starts, I guess, on page six, something like that, I, uh, I end the design at 105 inches, and I have a 33-inch corner plus a 9-inch cabinet. I lose all that pantry space, but it does encroach. I'm trying to balance the need for space and encroachment and, and visual appeal.
0: Yeah, I mean the one thing about a thirty-three inch corner, you have another, you have a thirty-three inch corner on the other side too, right? So I, yeah,
1: I don't know how to avoid that unless I'm
0: reducing the you know, space. I think to the stove. The have you picked out a sink yet? No. So let's say you wanted to just get a standard sing, a standard single bowl sink. All yep. of your problems are going to be, or many of your problems will be solved. Because a standard single bowl sink with the, intu- like a D-shaped sink is a common standard single bowl sink. But they'll all be 21, yep. they'll all be 21 and a half inches wide across. And they only require, even though... Kitchen designers and other people are going to tell you otherwise, you know, experienced kitchen designers know that those standard single bowl sinks only require a 24 inch cabinet. So okay, actually some advantages is that if you're getting an undermount sink and you're putting this sink in a 24 inch cabinet, the lip of the sink is actually going to sit on top of the sides of the cabinet so sometimes people have problems over time in that their their sinks drop and you know separate from the countertop and they start getting you know grunge and crap and all kinds of stuff in that gap. Well, your sink can't drop if the top of the if the top of the uh, flange on the sink is actually sitting on top of the countertop. It's going to have granite or quartz or whatever countertop pressed right up against it, and it will never separate. So if you did that, Mm. and that gets you 36 inches on the left, it gets you another three inches on the right. Um, And then you can change the cabinet to the right of your stove from a 12 into a nine. Now that corner is a 36 inch corner, 36 by 36. You have a nine inch cabinet there, which is much more useful in some respects. A 12 inch cabinet that's drawers isn't really useful at all. Because if you're getting frame cabinetry, the inside of the drawers are only going to be uh, five inches less than the width of the cabinet. So that's seven inches.
1: So that's very narrow
0: drawers. So I think better for that space to just be for cookie sheets and trays and then make it a nine. And then you got your 36 and then your left side is solved. And then on your right side, Everything can stay the same, and you can use a 36-inch corner, and then we just have to make your pantry cabinet that's to the left of your refrigerator three inches smaller or three inches narrower. But that's even not a bad thing because right now it's 24, right?
1: It is, but that's going to house, hopefully, a steam oven, which is 24 inches, uh, Ah. a Mila steam oven. But the per- stupid program that I was using doesn't – it only – it forces you to use a 30-inch cabinet to show an oven in there. That's why right. I had to go the utility cabinet. So,
0: yeah. So, I, I think if it's me, I go – Could th- the one thing is, is I always try to I, – I try to never – depends on the cabinet brand that you're in. You could do what's called an asymmetrical easy reach or an asymmetrical lazy Susan cabinet where it's 33 on one leg. And 36 on the other. And then the only problem okay. is, is if you have a lazy Susan on the inside, the lazy Susan will be the smaller size because it's you know, you can't it can't it can't be the lazy Susan can't be asymmetrical. But if you didn't even put a lazy Susan and you just made it an open cabinet, that three inch difference is gigantic as far as how easy it is to get into that cabinet. So oh, okay.
1: So on the stove side i i do an asymmetrical and take your no on the and stove side if
0: you switch to the, the the if you switch to the um the 24 inch sink base on the stove side you're just gonna get a regular one and then uh switch to a nine inch cabinet on the other side get rid of the 12 inch okay. drawer base because 12 inch drawer bases make no sense and then maybe yeah. on your other side you think about doing it so that you can do an asymmetrical one there, 36 on the sink side and nine on the other side, so that you can get the the 33 leg and the nine inch to give you what you wanted. Okay. Also, I don't see, so yep. 36, so 33 plus nine equals, 33 plus nine equals 42. -24 equals so that you also have a cabinet in the right hand corner that says 16 inches a wall cabinet next to the pantry that's really 18 yes yeah, yeah. Right? okay that should you know if you add it up 33 and 9 when your corner cabinet's 24 leaves you with 18 so that cabinet won't be 16 oh. it will be 18 all right and then you can fit your 24 inch thing. And then that will leave you that little dark corner that you're worried about. But at least that little dark corner will be nine plus nine is 18 inches wide. And the good news is you're going to still have some place for a toaster oven. That's going to have to go. Right. And maybe right. Some countertop junk. And that stuff will, when you put it towards the back, it will be hidden by your pantry cabinet and you won't have to reach so far back to get at it because it's up against the wall there. So we'll just hide a bunch of stuff that you don't want to see anyway.
1: Oh, well, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. So well, that's very helpful. Now, what do you think about the, um, the cabinets close to the windows there, the, the big window? the 218 inch. I like that. I think I should, you, Okay, you do not too close to the edge of the window there? Uh, Here, I don't. No, I mean, as I long as they get
0: short of the window, you should be fine. Just make sure that when you're calculating the size of the window, that you're adding the trim to,
1: Okay.
0: You know, to the, the window. You don't wanna get the window, put the trim in, then get to the cabinet part and find out that your cabinets are hitting the trim. So you, you gotta get by a window. That's the size, you know, that includes the, you know, the window size is essentially normally if you're getting normal size window trim, which is two and a half inches wide, it's really two and a quarter, but we say two and a half. Then the, the window itself needs to be maybe six inches smaller than the, you know, then it, then, then the, the, the opening space. So then, you know, then the space that you're allotting at least. So in other words, in this space, I don't know if we have an elevation here, but I don't know how big your windows are, but just when you're figuring out the spacing, well, we got, what is it there? You got 12 feet across the back is what you're saying. You have, you have 144 inches and we minus 24 minus 24, minus 18, minus 18, minus. So you've got 60 inches left for windows, trim and everything else. So if that was the case, I might buy a window that was, I don't know, uh, 48 or 50 inches wide, and then you'd have trim around it. If you got extra wide trim that was three and a half inches wide, you could elect to have extra wide trim and it wouldn't be a problem. And then if you got like a, say it was a 50 inch wide window and the trim was three and a half inches wide, then that would be seven. And then you have the little jam that's around the the inside of the window. So you would be ordering a window that was like 50 inches, 50 inches wide for a 60 inch space.
1: Okay. Now, do you have an opinion about bringing the window all the way down to the countertop, like a taller window?
0: Yeah, I mean that's fine. The only thing you want to make sure is just that uh, you, if you bring it all the way down, does that mean that you bring it all the way down so that the trim around the window hits the countertop, or you know, want the countertop to run right into the window? I'm not really sure. I just started looking
1: at some some photos online and and I'm seeing folks that bring it all the way down the counter. I'd have to look more closely to see. If you just have to, it's, of-
0: hard, it's just a little bit harder to coordinate that. So whoever the contractor, oh. whoever's the contractor that's doing that just has to be setting the window at the perfect height. Because, and you have to figure out what kind of window you're getting. So, right. Like, Are you gonna get double hung windows that go up and down? Are you gonna get casement windows that have a little crank? The biggest mistake that happens is when the contractors mount the windows a little bit too low, and then the the countertop ends up being a little bit too high. And then when you go to crank the window, your fingers are hitting the countertop.
1: Oh yeah, I could see that, yeah.
0: So organizing it is just a little bit harder. Like a lot of times what people will do is do a safe thing, which is just have the window pretty close to the countertop, but leave the trim underneath the window to finish off the whole opening. And then maybe leave a little bit of tile underneath the trim just to connect the backsplash tile from each side of the window. So maybe that they're mounting the window height at something like 40 inches or something like that. So they make the rough opening 40 inches And then when the trim goes around it, if it's two and a half inch trim and you have a windowsill and everything, that uh, it ends up coming down to maybe an inch and a half from the countertop. And then the tile just connects the two areas or 41 inches, have the rough opening 41 inches off of the floor. And then your window is low, but not so low that the contractor has a harder time.
1: Right, right.
0: But you can okay. do it. It just means that everybody's got to be that much more sophisticated and organized.
1: Right, right, yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate your time and I think this is a big improvement. It took a little convincing of the Hubbin to um, uh, allow me to move the window on the sink, but- well, did you get
0: pricing? <laughs> did you get pricing yet for like doing it both ways? Not,
1: not yet, not yet.
0: So yeah, when you get the pricing, um, a lot of times, you know, it's it, it certainly if you're saving money on something else or you just compromise on something else, it won't really end up costing you that much. So save money on countertops, save money on cabinets, maybe get a little bit less expensive appliances. But if it makes it a really a better design, it's sort of, it, you know, it just looks all better and it's sort of worth it. So I guess the other thing I'm looking at your design too and I've forgotten how high are your ceilings again.
1: It's an eight foot uh, ceiling, okay. so I didn't put any trim on the on the um, wall cabinets. they the ones that you see are thirty nine inches with I think a three inch
0: space. So I, I think what you want is you want everything to be thirty. I mean, ideally, you want everything to be thirty six inch cabinetry. Thirty
1: six, okay.
0: So there'll be less, and then you'll have moldings that will go this last six inches up to the ceiling. And that will be two, two things. Is that wall that the stove on an exterior wall?
1: No, it backs up to our bathroom.
0: So then that will allow you <clears throat> a space. You could have the area over the, the cabinetry to be put crown, two piece crown molding on top of the, in fact, hold on, let me just do something while I'm thinking about this. to email you back how to do a two-piece crown molding but that will allow you uh to to, to, el- to so that your cabinetry can be leveled and it won't make your ceiling look at a level and then also 36 inch wall cabinets are the standard wall heights so you'll save money on okay. cabinetry usually oh. getting 36s instead of 39 and then okay if you, you want to vent your hood outside you can just run a, a block of wood, the same color as your cabinets, across the bottom. The hood will go up and hit that piece of wood, and then it will get into the cavity that's six inches high now between the cabinets and the ceiling. And it can run along the tops of the cabinets, the ductwork, to get out the back of the house. So your hood can get yeah. outside well, now. I'm lucky that um, this is only a one
1: floor. Way so i can vent that right up through my attic and outside
0: sometimes that's harder to do because you have to mess with your roof or get into your yeah. eaves. but uh but if you if you, you know if the contractor's comfortable doing that you could do that yeah but uh and what, yeah.
1: in terms of lighting i, I you know I, I guess the the concern is um making sure that you don't shadow yourself while you're working, right? So it's gotta be, how far off the wall do you recommend the lighting?
0: Yeah, I mean, the lighting people worry about the shadowing a lot. I worry less about shadowing. Um, First off, you should have under cabinet lighting or if you can afford it, at least. That's really good because that lights up the bottom and lights up your countertops, which is very helpful. And then the problem with the shadowing is that if you get these lights very close to the moldings so that you don't have any shadows when you're working, it doesn't look too good. So the, 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 wow. lighting, the lighting looks a lot better if it's several inches away. So what I would do is just put more lights. You know, I, I usually have the lights sort of centered over the edge of the countertop so they're not so close. They're not so far forward that they're that close to the moldings. They're a few inches away from the moldings. They might be creating shadows, but if we have more, if we have three lights, three lights, if you have more lights than you think you need. So let me just see. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Maybe if you have six lights, six recess lights, in your ceiling, then light will be coming from so many different directions, especially if you have under cabinet lighting that you will have a little bit of a shadow from the one light that might sometimes be over your head, but the other light will make up for it. And you won't have, it won't look terrible having like the, having the trim kit of the light, like a half inch or something or an inch or really too close to your moldings.
1: Okay. Okay. And as far as the countertop, um, given that my sink is right in the middle, would you recommend ensuring that the counter folks put the seam right in the middle of the, the sink, or uh, would you have a shorter run on each side and have the two side pieces be the seams?
0: No, you could. You could. It's a toss up. I think if in your kitchen, if it was me, it's twelve feet. I would put my seam not centered at the sink, but to the right in the, towards the corner. So if you had an inch off of the corner on the right-hand side, that's sort of close to the, that's, you know, you can only go 10 feet in one direction and, you know, five feet in the other direction. So you can get that out of a slab if the seam is there and it's in back of the refrigerator and the pantry a little bit. So it's a little bit less noticeable. You know, some people would put it centered on the sink, which is okay too, because you're really only going to see the front seam. but. It is such a high traffic, high used area that you can end up chipping it more likely when it's at the sink.
1: That's a good point.
0: So I think I put it to the right and then you still have one seam and it's a little bit more visible. But then, um, but the other good thing too is if you really did the, the, if you're doing the version I said where you're mounting this sink on top of the cabinet then uh, it certainly makes the seam the seam isn't going to be moving as much as it might have if it was, if you're mounting the sink separately and everything, you know, it's, the sink is going to be pressed up against it. So you can talk to the, wherever you're buying the cabinets from, or wherever you're buying the countertop from and see what they think. You know, it's sort of a toss up, but if it's me, I put it to the right.
1: Okay. Okay. Sounds good.
0: It's not a right or wrong answer there. Some of it depends too on the, the pattern that you're getting.
1: Yeah, I haven't decided. I figured I wanted to focus on the layout and get the layout right and the sure. materials I'll figure out later.
0: But uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have much less to complain about it because it's it's got my influence, so thank you.
1: <laughs> right, so I can't tell you how much I'm appreciative of your website. I follow your your comment blog at you know where you rate the cabinets i've been re- i read that every couple of days and oh my goodness. uh to okay. call and have you available for advice is just it's priceless it really is i appreciate your time
0: yeah, no problem so uh, all right so uh, you know feel free to call back another time we're getting closer yeah, and closer and, so- and closer to uh map you know uh, uh, creating our podcast page on our website and then starting listing the catalog of our our calls, and then also uh, um, uh, you know having them listed on uh, iTunes and stuff like that, so you can That's at great. some point you'll be able to listen to yourself if you. If
1: you I not I don't think I'll be doing that. <laughs> But thanks.
0: Well, you know what? Well, you're hopefully, a good, we're gonna get a nice picture. You're a good person. You're a good call because. You took some of our advice, you made changes. You know, if you call back to people that are actually are listening to the podcast might be, you know, might be uh, you know, more likely to take our advice if they hear people that are happy, having taken it. So uh, Yeah. Your your calls are a good call for the podcast. So thank you for calling in.
1: Hey, anytime. Thanks, Paul.
0: All right, have a great day, Wendy. Good have a nice weekend. You too. too. Bye-bye. All right, bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Mainline Kitchen Design Podcast with nationally acclaimed kitchen designer Paul McEllery. This podcast was brought to you by Brighton Cabinetry, high quality custom cabinetry at competitive prices. For more on kitchen cabinets and kitchen design, go to www.mainlinekitchendesign.com.